Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding. Welcome to the Attractions Podcast. You are all clear for dispatch. Have fun. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 171 of the Attractions Podcast, sponsored by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. I'm Theron. And I'm Matt. And, and we're, we're not Tatum to... We are not. We are not them. We are surprise. They're uh, taking a holiday off, I guess. Uh, yes, they. I mean, you know, it's a good time to do it. It's we're only I a think, day after Christmas. We're in the middle of the holiday season. What a good time! I think Seth might be on a cruise. I'm not sure. And Carly's here in Orlando visiting uh, all the theme parks. So, and if he's on a cruise, do you know if his cruise lasts until the New Year? Because what a way to start your New Year's on a is eating as much as you want on a ship. Yeah, I'm not sure, but that would be cool. That'd be one way to do it. Well, we're going to hear and talk to you about the latest in greatest and theme park news and more, as well as what's going on in our own lives. So anything interesting coming up in 2023 or how has your holiday season been so far? Wow. Yeah. Well, speaking of cruises, I have a cruise coming up. I'm going on the uh, first ever Pixar Day at Sea Disney Cruise Line Ooh. in a couple weeks. I'm jealous. And uh, that uh, looking forward to that. It's just the, the Pixar Day is just one day out of the seven days of cruise, so I work one day and take the rest of the days off. So you know that that doesn't suck. <laughs> but uh, sounds quite I, nice, actually. And then, well, I mean, we'll talk more. Uh, well, probably Seth and Carly will talk more next week about everything that's coming up for 2023. You got Tron and numerous under other things, uh, at, pipeline, uh, min, minions, and, and who, lots of things. So we've got a ton of things coming up. Yeah, I'm excited too for also in 2023 that they'll be talking about is the new uh, Lego Pirate attraction. So while you'll be on the cruise, I'll be going and covering that. And that is going to be, I'm very, very excited for that. I mean, I love Legoland. I love the idea of their boat ride. And I'm excited to see what exactly they're going to they're gonna be doing next. Did you see a little teaser they put out yesterday? I did, yes. I still have to watch that video you sent me that uh, Banks took of the intro. But I have it. I'm going to watch it. I just remembered <laughs> to do that right now, though. Yeah, our former um, uh, podcast host, Banks Lee, is now one of the PR people at uh, Legoland. So he uh, was in a video that was sent only to media as a little invite to the uh, event. So that was kind of cool to see him back on, on the screen. Yeah, that's definitely awesome that he can get out there and show his face again. Because I know, I mean, how long did he do that for attractions? Forever. Yeah, yeah. So, so long, so many times that they thought he was with the owner, CEO, controller <laughs> of everything, you know, for how long. So. <laughs> makes sense for how long he was the face of it so what about you what do you got going on or what have you been doing that's fun well um i did a million christmas things this past week just to try and do everything all at once so i went and did sea world's christmas event uh we went and it was very cold for florida i know not compared to other places but it was cold so we got to feel wintry we went and used um some of the sampler food things and got a bunch of different food. We checked out some of their Christmas stuff, saw the Sesame street Christmas parade. We saw the Elmo's Elmo's Christmas wish. I want to say was the show Something like went that, into yeah. that went to downtown celebration and saw some of their Christmas stuff, watched a bunch of Christmas movies. And, made and, stuff, and uh, I think, know. I think I saw you at Disney Springs with the tree trail. Yes. Also went to Disney Springs and did the entire tree trail. Um, wow. Yeah. So a lot of like, and it was nonstop back to back to back to back. So it was a lot of fun. And we, we, we should have said happy holidays and hope everyone had a Merry yeah. Christmas. And uh, if you're, I think some people are still celebrating some things today and, mm -hmm. and over the next week and we got New Year's. So hope you all guys had a great time and stayed warm as you could. Yes, definitely stay warm and celebrate now. If you already celebrated or continuing, there is a lot, a lot happening 
at this time and a lot of great things. Hopefully a lot of family time, friend time, and a lot of celebration as well. So without further ado, let's get into the news. So we have got our very first thing that we have got to check out here. And that is Universal Studios Japan is making a debut of Super Mario and Pokemon. And I'm already very jealous. I'm going to click over here for one second to show this off. I looked at flights. It's for March 1st. I'm not even the biggest Pokemon fan, um, but I am a super big, a really big Mario fan. I know you are yourself. And I looked at the flights and the cheapest one, when I looked through all the days, all the options, it's $1,231 wow. for a round trip. It's wow. not, it's not cheap, but for anyone that can go out there, March 1st, 2023, the No Limit Parade is set to debut the first parade appearance of Super Mario Brothers and Pokemon characters. This yeah. was actually supposed to come out in spring of 2022, but because of COVID-related delays and stuff, the parade was put on hold until now. Yep. And uh, and uh, as you all know, um, probably know, the um, Super Mario Land, the Super Nintendo Land is already in that park but they never really had a Pokemon area. So Pokemon's kind of yeah. new. And I think they've done some things with Pokemon, but it's new new to the parade and the park as well. And as you said, Mario Brothers are the first ones in the parade. First time they've been in the parade or outside of that land. Uh, I think yeah. there's a, a snack stand or something outside the land on, on the on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. But um, also in the parade, you're going to see Hello Kitty, some of the characters from Sing, Minions, Sesame Street, and uh, Charlie Brown and the gang. Yeah, there's a lot to see, and these floats look really fun, as we'd expect from any parade, but especially a parade based out of Japan. These look right. extremely colorful and really lively. And, of course, the Pokemon characters, everyone's going to flip out over that. So we've got Charizard, Pikachu, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, and many more. And I'm interested to see, because if you look on this picture, we can actually see, it looks like Pikachu's like in his like parade cage. So he looks like, I want to say a true character where there's sometimes like representation of characters on parade floats. So he looks like a true character and it looks like there's some true characters in the background on people's shoulders and stuff. But I don't know about Charizard and the same if we go and look at the Mario float. I'm interested to see how they're going to look on these parade floats because I know that you can already meet Mario and Luigi and Peach and Toad in Super Nintendo World. So it'll yeah, be interesting well, to see how they look on the float. Yeah, I don't. I, it's hard to tell from the photo if that's going to be a, a person in the Mario character uh, sitting on, you know, in the in that cart on the float yeah. and waving to people, or is it just like a statue up there? Uh, and then if it is a person. Would that Bowser be a person in a Bowser suit, which would be awesome to introduce yes. uh, be a way to meet Bowser? He'd have to be huge, of course, though. Yes. Uh, we're saying here the, the No Limit Parade will be the first daytime parade at Universal Studios Japan since the pandemic forced the park to cancel all of its parades. Even the Universal Spectacle Night Parade has not yet returned. If you want the best possible experience, you can purchase a separate ticket for special parade viewing. It's going to be 1,300 yen or about $9.85. To be honest, if I like, as I said, I already looked at flights to go over there. I would very quickly pay $9.85 if it guaranteed you a good view. Because I'm sure it said that there are activations that happen. You can go out and dance with the characters like... Yeah. I would pay the nine dollars and eighty-five. Yeah, especially if you're going to see one of the first, you know, the first ones in that week or whatever. But um, yeah, it always 
this cracks me up when it's one thousand three hundred. Oh, that's nine dollars. Nine dollars and eighty-five cents. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay. You know, that's not too bad. That's not too right. bad. Well, when it comes to upcharges, we can also look at upgrades, just like we have here with the Walt Disney World Resort hotels. So. There's been a lot of different ways to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World Resort, including at the more than two dozen hotels that are undergoing exciting renovations and additions. Some of these upgrades include room and lobby remodels with fresh decor and amenities, new technology and furniture, and even new dining offerings. And between stuff that's already been made, is about to open, and is opening in the future, we've got actually quite a lot of options. Yeah, there's a, quite a lot of these that they talk about, um, and we got this information from the Disney Parks blog, uh, or things we knew about, or things that are just about ready to open, and we mm -hmm. learned about them years ago. But a couple of brand uh, brand new or, or, or fairly brand new information uh, is some of the uh, updates come to the boardwalk uh, yeah. with refresh rooms, updates to the lobby, and they're getting a uh, coffee place called Carousel Coffee. And I don't know what the difference between a coffee place in Florida is and the Northeast, but it's a Northeast-inspired deli and cafe. Those are coffee and pastries. So whatever that yep. means. If you're from the Northeast, Northeast maybe you No. I mean, I am. And I don't know what the major difference would be. The only thing that I'm afraid with them saying is if you say Northeast, I think of New York and New Jersey delis. So I'm thinking if you're going to have a sandwich, because sometimes you can get a sandwich that's like this. Sometimes you get a sandwich like this. A New Jersey deli sandwich is huge. It's yeah. got stacked with stuff. And if you get a bagel, the cream cheese is thicker than the bagel is. So I would love to see that would if be, it That would be cool. They, they say style. it's a deli and cafe, but then they mentioned that it will serve coffee and pastries and nothing about sandwiches. It says other offerings. So I guess yeah. we'll have to see once it opens. We'll have to do some uh, research and go over there and uh, get, a, get some coffee. We'll um, do the hard, difficult also, work of trying everything. Yeah. <laughs> Also, right down the street is the Cake Bake Shop, uh, and that's going to be on the boardwalk, uh, and that's by, I guess it's uh, 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 Gwendolyn Rogers. I don't know her, mm -hmm. but I guess she's a famous uh, cake baker. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine, but that's okay. fine. I'm, it's a cake bake shop, and it's a sit-down table service restaurant and a bakery, so. That's interesting. Good. You know, there's a... I can't think of his name. The other cake bake guy that's on TV and he has a location in the Florida mall. Oh, the cake boss. Uh, yeah. Cake boss. Um, and his, of course, is always a line in there, but you, I don't even sure if it's still there, but last time I checked, I haven't been in the mall in a while, but um, mm -hmm. there was always a line to get it. And it was just, you know, you line up, you order at the counter and you take it away. Where it's interesting that this is going to be a restaurant and a table service restaurant at that. And it says it's going to be a fairy tale themed table service restaurant and bakery yeah. so i can just imagine some of the good sandwiches and things they're going to have there i can't wait to try it if i hear fairy tale inspired and it's a new one by disney and disney's really been pushing i feel like instagrammable food i can imagine especially if they're going to have a celebrity chef here that we might get some really really pretty options along with obviously we're going to hope that it tastes really good as well right yeah yeah hopefully uh tastes uh better than it looks <laughs> yes yes <laughs> or just as good and then the Grand Floridian is getting a refresh in their rooms and common areas as well. Um, yep. that's, that's July 1st is the 35th. Yeah. And then uh, it goes on to talk about the contemporary, which has been around for a while. And uh, uh, yep. they have those incredible themed rooms. Uh, it's been, been around for a while. Polynesian has their Moana rooms. Mm -hmm. uh, all, store, uh, all Star Resorts are getting refurbishments. Not really any details on that. And then it says the uh, Caribbean Beach Resort has some Little Mermaid 
touches in some of the uh, rooms there. So, yeah, I mean, there's always, I, I assume that almost every hotel now is going to get whether a full blown upgrade or a little upgrade to get like their signature character. Uh, some of this stuff is being worked on right now. Not everything is done, but like, if you want to go and see some of this stuff, we actually have our video up right now, which is the contemporary resort. If you haven't yet seen that, you can go onto our YouTube channel right now and see the contemporary resort new lobby and the first look at the Steakhouse 71, which Steakhouse 71, everyone always told me has the best smash burger on Disney property. And I said, mm, we'll see about that until I went. And they have the best smash burger on yeah. Disney property. There is yes. no question. It is fantastic. If you have a chance to go, absolutely um, check out that burger. Tell me, tell me what you mean by smash burger. To be honest, I don't even know what the full definition of a smash burger is. The only time anything I really know is that they take a burger and they smash it. So smash it's a very it, yeah. thin burger that is usually just smothered in cheese, usually some onions or some other stuff. But it's like they take the patty, stick everything they want in there, and then just smash and destroy it. I, and, to be honest, and, I don't know, but and the one there, it is smashed, but it's not, it's not super thin. It's it's no, really it's not good, super good, thin. Good, good, good size, yeah. It's very good. Yes, everyone told me that, and I was like, yeah, of course. Everyone thinks the new restaurant has the best food, and then I had it, and I was like, oh, because Deluxe used to be my king for Disney ran, you know, restaurants that offered burgers, and I showed that one. I said, oh, it's got some competition. Yep, yep, it's really good. Yeah, and speaking of the Smash Burgers, we also went to Tank America and we smashed some cars. Well, and it was we, so much fun. meaning well, you did, meaning me. Yes, that's actually me right there in the photo. Look at that. That was a ton of fun. I went to Tank America when it was over in Melbourne, in Florida. They have decided to move to Orlando because they said they were asking a bunch of people that came, "Hey, where did you come from? How did you hear about us?" And they said majority of the people kept saying, "We're from Orlando. We drove over here, or we got away over here." And they said, "Well." Why make all these people drive all the way over here when we could just roll our tanks straight to Orlando? And that's exactly what they did. And it was very, very fun. The last time when I did the one, when it was in Melbourne, I got to ride along on their armored carrier. But this time I got to drive the tank and then I got to drive it over that car that you see right there. And it was, it's a lot of fun. It's not as hard to drive a tank as you think. They make it seem a little intimidating at first because there is some controls and some stuff to know and you are in charge of a 17 ton vehicle. But <laughs> it's fun. It's a lot of fun. There's somebody nearby. The, the if you decided I'm going to just go over here in the woods and run over some trees, they they will stop you. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, yeah, yeah. The, when I was driving, they have a kill switch for the driver that's with you, so you're not just going full speed. But it is it is really cool. As it says here, you got the 14 Anchor Tank America Adventure Park offers several high intensity packages to give guests an immersive tank driving experience. Now the prices range a lot. Uh, if you want to drive it yourself, it starts at $299, but you can go all the way up to $1,299. You can add a passenger for 50 bucks. If that passenger decides they want to drive, it's an extra $150 for them, which is nice. So if you go in there and you're with some other people and they go, man, I should have bought the tank package. 150 bucks, they get to go and do it, which depending on which way you look at pricing, I mean, you're not going to drive a tank very often. And they did give yeah. us a history lesson and we went around. So, you know, that's up to each person's decision on what they want to do for the price, but it's very applicable to like driving one of the Lamborghinis or Ferraris at one of those experiences. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. It's, it's not cheap, but it's not where else are you going to go drive a tank for cheaper? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe there is some place, but I, I don't know where it is. I, uh, this is yeah. the only tank place I know of. I know there's probably other ones, but it's, it sounds pretty cool. And then you can, uh, you can smash cars and I think you can smash new, not new, but, cars that are intact versus cars that are already smashed 
Yeah, so one of the packages, you're going to roll over a couple of cars that are already somewhat smashed. I mean, you still get to, they will definitely still break. If you watch the video, we actually got footage of one of the other tanks we were with drove and the bumper just flew off into the distance after they went over it. But yes, the one that I ended up doing at the very end is it is a, not new, but it is a, it is a intact and, car. Right. And yes, you utterly destroy it. And the reason I pull up here on the video, you can see me smiling after we smash into the mud. They give you a warning that, hey, you're going to go into this mud pit and it's deep mud and sometimes stuff can splash up. They are not kidding because uh, he was like, you can go slower, fast into the mud. And so I just slammed on the gas and went into the mud. And that smiling is me when the mud started filling up the container. And I realized, oh, yeah, they, they weren't kidding. You will get muddy. You will get wet. But you're driving a tank. It's part of the experience. Yep, that's cool. And I'm uh, just looking at some of our comments here. An old-time friend of mine from a long time ago has his name, Matt, no long time, no see any new news about King's Island coaster additions in the future. I can't remember if they announced something already or they're about to. Do you remember? Let me check that real quick. I do not know. You go ahead and look that up. I know um, most of the parks will make their announcements about the next year in the fall because – Parks like King's Island, of course, are closed for all winter, so they, they want to announce and get people excited uh, for the next year. But I know if you do a search on our website, you will find all of our stories on King's Island. I'm looking at them right now. We did one on their Winterfest, which is their holiday events, which is probably going on right now. Um, yes, they announced Adventure Port for 2023. I don't think that includes a coaster. It's a new area they're building. But, um, and as, um, like some little flat rides, like a spinning ride and some other things, uh, but no, uh, wait a minute, see, as part of the reimagining Adventure Express will relocate its queue of new theming elements, it's a family coaster, so that they have a family okay. coaster that's being rethemed, so no big coaster coming that we know of yet, so. Uh, and then uh, John says he agrees with you on the size of the sandwich issue. So yeah, and then also went on to say that she has shops in the Midwest for her cakes. Yeah, so, yeah. So he knows. Uh, so that's interesting. Rockers, so yes. somebody, uh, I wonder how many. Uh, uh, I wonder if any of her shops she has now are sit-down restaurants, or if they're just like cake shops. That we'll have to investigate some more. I am totally okay with investing into bakeries. <laughs> or anything that involves sweets. You know, I'm yep. totally okay with that. Yep. Well, that is all we had for you this week in News in the Queue. But before we get to this week's main attraction, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor. The Attractions Podcast is brought to you by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. Whether your next vacation is a magical trip to the theme parks, an exciting adventure to the pyramids of Egypt, or just a relaxing cruise on the turquoise waters of the Bahamas, MEI Travel provides premium service and expert advice to help you get the most of your vacation. They are always free of any hidden fees or costs to you. Visit them at mei-travel.com. And it's time for the main attraction. Perfect. All right. For the main attraction. And you know what that is? Are you excited? Are you ready? You should be. I, I've, I've already done it, so <laughs> I'm not excited anymore. <laughs> not excited anymore. Oh, okay. Well. Well, I'm I excited am. for my, my second ride. There you go. I, of course, we're talking about the Walt Disney World Railroad is now officially reopened after a long, long, what was it? How many years was it closed? Too closed many in years. 2018. Wow. 
So, so it's been four years. It was almost four years to the date. And uh, it's it's suddenly back. It's a surprise. I mean, it wasn't a huge surprise. We've been watching the construction, and we kind of knew it was coming back eventually. But it's nice to see that if someone went for Christmas week, well, the end of Christmas week, they got to ride on the railroad, and they got to hear the new audio from Tron, and they got to get those views again, and that nostalgic love of the parks. So I'm very, very excited. I'm so yeah, glad it's, it, it was a surprise because like one or two days earlier, they said it's going to open sometime this winter. And then like day later, Oh, it's open now. Yeah. 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 It but, showed up uh, pretty suddenly, but I mean, that's, that's all. That's great to hear. We love when something opens before it's supposed to, yeah. <laughs> as long as it's working, as long as it's working. Right. But this one's had plenty of time to be able to work on that. We actually have a, Full video up now if you guys want to watch the entire loop. Matt got to go and ride it, and he got to go under Tron and see a new view of Tron. So that, if even if you just didn't miss the roller coaster, if you just wanted to go and see a new look at Tron, what a way to do it, you know? Yeah. I was lucky lucky enough they invited us out, and I was among the first uh, handful of guests to be the first first guest to ride it. They had a cast preview the day before. Uh, yeah. We were the first guests that next morning to ride before they opened it up to everyone. And uh, they have a new uh, spiel, so the the uh, uh, narration, I guess, as you're riding the train is all all new. Uh, and for the most part, it's great. Um, uh, it's kind of a little joke when you go through the Tron tunnel. You'll have to, I want to spoil it for you, but uh, the audio kind of cuts out. But it's the first, you know, being the first guest to ride back, I'm like, oh, no, the audio is messing up. And then it's like, yeah. no. That's part of the story. That's that's a little joke there. Um, but right after that, if you watch our video, it did mess up because it started announcing that we were in Frontierland right after we left Tron. Mm. But <laughs> I'm not sure they'll get it all worked out. The kinks of the new thing, and then and that quickly cut yeah. off, and I went back to the to the correct one. But um, uh, it's interesting. I I, I um, saw some people uh, on Twitter saying, you know, Disneyland. When you go underneath the train track, you get to see dinosaurs and all these scenes of back in the past. And yeah, and and here in uh, Magic Kingdom, you get to go through a dark tunnel with uh, some some holes out of some windows, and that's it. Yeah, uh, I I watched the video again. I haven't seen it in person, but I watched the video, and it does look like you kind of just get sent in a tunnel with yeah. a couple of windows. I do hope that, you know, maybe the team that was doing the tunnel is not the same team that is doing Tron and Tron has some, you know, cause Tron's not done yet. Maybe they've got a couple more theme things. Even if they did some, it's a dark tunnel projection mapping on the inside, added some led lighting, anything. Cause I mean, they're talking about Tron and those windows are cut out specifically so you can get a view of Tron. So if they don't want to theme it that much, that's fine. But some blue led lights on the inside that maybe exactly. change back and forth, something like that. Yeah, I feel like that's... That, that's all you really need to get people hype that's, that's what i thought because when we rode through i could see the lights were there but the lights weren't on but it was daytime yeah. i thought okay well maybe the lights are just for after dark uh so it's not a completely dark tunnel i haven't ridden it at night to check it out um but i thought why aren't there it was dark enough that they uh, like you said blue like lights that were like moving forward to make it seem like you're speeding through there would yeah. have been awesome uh but We'll no, have to say. No. I mean, Tron yeah, is not done, and coming. that is definitely. I've seen some people call it the Tron Tunnel, or I've seen the Tronel. The Tronel was one of the names they've said for that. So we'll have to see. I mean, we've got some more stuff. If you are able to view this podcast, you can actually see we're showing this aerial from Bio Reconstruct on Twitter, kind of showing why it took so long for this 
train tunnel to get built. It does go under a huge portion of the Tron light cycle run attraction. Literally goes right underneath the big upload conduit, which is the fancy name for the roof with the LED lights on it. And it goes under, it goes to a part of Tomorrowland they had to divert the track. You know, there's, there's an explanation as to why it took this many years, but we're glad it's back and we're happy and we're very excited for the future of Tron and the Magic Kingdom. And well, the train's here. So we actually yeah. got the train. And then and the, the narration's new all along the way. And there may be a couple of new scenes hmm. uh, around Frontierland area. Um, uh, they still talk about Splash Mountain when you go through that area. So I know that's going to have to change here uh, early yeah. next year. Uh, I don't that know. That was one the... of the comments that I, I actually didn't notice in the video. Um, did they take out any of the Native American scenery? No, it's no, still so there. That was still there because they were. I had someone asking me that and wondering if part of Disney's inclusion, where they're taking out certain aspects like eventually Splash Mountain, if they had taken out any Native American scenery, was that considered too much for them in that aspect, or if they had done anything with it? So yeah, no, as I of mean, now. It's showing a scene of, you know, Native American uh, village. I don't see what anybody have a problem with that. It's not, they're yeah. not making fun of fun of them or anything. So I don't see that going away. But like I say, they will need to change the narration uh, for the part for Splash Mountain. I assume they'll probably tease that Tiana's moving in or something like that. Yeah, um, that'd be And then nice. we should also mention, we talked about, you know, Christmas week. This week is the busiest week of the whole year at the theme parks, whether it's yes. in Orlando at least. So whether it's Disney, Universal, SeaWorld, if you're going out, just be prepared for long lines. And uh, even with Disney's, you know, reservation system, they can limit how many people park. It's still, they, they reach that limit of whatever that limit is, and it's still really yeah. crowded. So just be prepared. Yes. Be mentally prepared that the line is going to take a while, but there's going to be some fantastic parades, some shows, some foods. Please be kind to all of your SeaWorld ambassadors, Universal team members, Disney cast members, Legoland, model citizens. Aren't they called model citizens? Yeah, model citizens. Model yeah. citizens. I love that name. You know, anywhere you go, if it's to the mall, if it's to a McDonald's, it's the holiday season. Please give them a break. You know, they're going to need it. And it's, you know, just be kind because it one, is going to be good, busy. One good thing about going at a busy time is they always have, like you said, the shows and entertainment are on full blast. So yeah. Whereas in the summer or like, um, not summer, but a not busy time, you might have one parade a day. They're probably going to be two parades. The, uh, I know at Magic Kingdom right now. And they're playing uh, the Christmas stuff. So if you missed the Christmas party, you can see the Christmas parade yep. at uh, from the party for free at the Magic Kingdom uh, with your day pass. And uh, they also still have the Christmas version of Space Mountain going on. So oh. that's pretty cool. Um, and then, um, other places, like if you go to universal, sometimes they'll have entertainment out that they've hired just for the week. Like sometimes yeah. you'll see performers, street performers or musicians or whatever it is. And, uh, it's stuff you can't see all the year round. Cause they're just trying to make sure everybody has a good time. Yeah. We were at, um, SeaWorld this past Friday and they just had, to be honest, it might be there every day for their holiday celebration. But to me, it was the first time I caught it, which is they just had live musicians over by Icebreaker. And that was really nice to see. There was a group of gathering. They didn't have a specific theme. It wasn't any certain characters, but they just were playing holiday-inspired music. And that's just nice, you know? Yeah. Just to go yeah, and experience. Went, if you you know, if you don't want to go on the uh, roller coaster, you can go and listen to that. Yeah, I went a couple of times to SeaWorld for their uh, holiday events, and I didn't see any musicians over there. So, like you said, that might have been a special thing they're doing for uh, – just for the holidays or the busy times. So 
Yeah, there's a lot to do and a lot to see. And if you're not going then, well, in a couple of weeks in January and February, you're going to come during some, not dead period. This doesn't really exist anymore here in Orlando, but a, a slower period. You know? Yeah, January is a good time to come. Um, there's generally no slow period anymore, but January is good if you avoid the holidays like Martin Luther King and yeah. uh, also avoid the Disney Marathon if you're going to Disney um, yeah. because that week is really, that weekend's really big, busy. Um, might be a good time to go to Universal. Yeah, <laughs> everyone might be stuck over there instead. Yep. So before we go, we want to thank our sponsors, MEI and Mouse Fan Travel, once again. And I want to remind everyone, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts and leave a rating on Spotify. If you want to find more coverage from us and Attractions Magazine on the interwebs, you can follow Attractions Magazine at attractionsmagazine.com, at symbol attractions on Twitter, at attractions magazine on Instagram, youtube.com slash attractions magazine, and at attractions on TikTok. And Matt, do you want to mention any of your socials? Um, no, I mean, my Matt Boom on uh, Twitter, if you want to find me there. But um, yeah, basically, if you want to find attractions, we're either at Just Attractions or we're Just Attractions Magazine. We got yes. one of those two names. And we, same we, thing uh, for you. Like, I've said this every week I've come on the podcast. My at is at Theron White. It's at T-H-A-R-I-N-W-H-I-T-E. But to be honest, if you follow me, I'm basically just Attractions Magazine too, because everything <laughs> I do is talking about what we're talking about or retweeting what we retweet anyway. So feel free if you would like to see it, you know, about 10 minutes later on my account, that's fine too. <laughs> Maybe behind the scenes when we're taking the photos or eating the food. Yep, yep. Well, until next week, I hope you folks stay safe, try something new, but most importantly, have fun, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks. See ya.